Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. They read an article about shrimp feed in the Soybean Digest. Okay. And then it was a dirt floor, and they renovated it in about eight months, and then opened up. Everyone I talked to said, you have to cook the shrimp with the heads on. A lot of people think yeah. that's weird, and they don't want to deal with the heads. However, the head has an enzyme in it that will flavor the rest of the meat. The shrimp pull the food into their chest with their legs, so they don't eat with their mouth oh. like you would maybe think or okay. expect. <laughs> Shrimp is the most popular seafood in the United States, and it's no wonder. The little crustacean can be consumed in so very many ways, as was explained in the 1994 Oscar-winning film Forrest Gump. You can barbecue it, boil it, brawl it, bake it, saute it, days on shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan-fried, deep-fried, stir-fried. But are you aware that shrimp doesn't have to come from the sea? In fact, it's being raised on Midwest farms, including one less than 50 miles west of St. Louis. STLPR reporter and self-described shrimp lover Lily Halloran recently wrote about these farms in a story she produced in partnership with Harvest Public Media. And she joins us now to share what she learned. Lily, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. So shrimp farming... How many of these farms are there in the Midwest and where are they located? It's hard to have an exact estimate because um, unfortunately there's not great data on that right now. But um, experts I talk to say there's probably a couple dozen shrimp farms across mm-hmm. the Midwest right now. Yeah, That's not a few. Now, how did they come to be? Good question. Um, for The one in Missouri, at least, that's 50 miles of St. Louis, Um, that one was really interesting because it just, they read an article about shrimp feed in the Soybean Digest and then (laughs) got interested in aquaculture and shrimp farming from there. And everyone I interviewed had sort of a different path to becoming a shrimp farmer and similar stories like that. There Mm -hmm. isn't really one great, you know, database for, oh, how to become a shrimp farmer. So everyone's journey has been entirely different that Mm -hmm. I've talked to. And when you were speaking with them, what was it that made uh, shrimp farming appealing on the farmer side and then maybe on the consumer side, if you know? Yeah. So Triple J Farms is the one in Missouri. And that one, uh, for the farmer, it number one, creates a flexible hour sort of situation where you don't have to be toiling on your soybean or corn farm all the time, like a lot of Missouri farmers have to do. But also it created the option to present a sustainable, fresh, hard to find product in Missouri. You can't find seafood in Missouri, really. So it was sort of the interest in expanding to a new market. And for consumers, uh, there's a lot of those similar interests in finding fresh, sustainable seafood um, for a reasonable price. Yeah. So raising the the shrimp itself, you know, you visited uh, Triple J Farms. How were they doing that? 
it's it was so cool to watch i have to say that um they it's in this big barn red barn in the middle of a cornfield and inside this barn there are 14 production tanks that look just like above ground swimming pools they're all like the four foot tall swimming pools you might see in a backyard okay and they're filled with brown water um that's stained by shrimp feed um so it doesn't look clean but inside they pull out put these nets in and pull out these big fat like translucent shrimp that look way better than any shrimp I've ever seen in my entire life okay (laughs) and were there any surprises or like oh wow like that's really cool sort of facts that you picked up while you were there? So many. Um, one cool one is the shrimp eat the food with their chest. So they demonstrated for me putting shrimp feed in one of the tanks mm-hmm. and the shrimp pull the food into their chest with their legs so they don't eat with their mouth oh. like you would maybe think or okay. expect. <laughs> I'm going to have to sit with that image for just a little bit. (laughs) Now, something in your coverage that made me laugh, and I I found encouraging too, is how much crustacean camaraderie there is among folks who farm shrimp in the Midwest. Uh, People like Carlena Brown, co-owner of RDM Shrimp in Fowler, Indiana. We started learning on our own and doing trial and error, testing out different things with the tanks. So, yeah, it was a struggle for us, but we don't want anybody else to go through those struggles. That's why we like to help people out. Because I've already been through the worst of it all. I can tell you any way to kill a shrimp. I know exactly how to do that. But I also know how to keep them alive. So you want to kill a shrimp when they're on your plate, like <laughs> devour them, but not when you're growing them. So did your conversations, Lily, you know, with other shrimp farmers in the Midwest states sort of give you the sense that you know, shared knowledge and expertise is part of how these farmers see their industry growing, not just their own like personal business? Definitely. And Carlina is a perfect example of that. Her and her husband, when they opened the farm, were one of the first inland shrimp operations in the country. So they had to figure it all out through trial and error. And they sort of approached this business with the intention of helping other shrimp farms open up. And they helped open the one in Missouri, too. And I think it's because there's not a lot of competition in this industry right now. One shrimp farm opening up, because the industry is so new and small, Mm -hmm. isn't going to harm another shrimp farm's business. So there's sort of an interest in expanding this field and helping other shrimp farmers get started because it's such a fun industry and business. Mm -hmm. And how much are they producing at Triple J Farms, for example? They produce 5,000 pounds of shrimp each year at Triple J. That's a lot of... It's a lot of shrimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if there's about there's about 20 shrimp in a pound. Okay. So. Oh, okay. That yeah. helps. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about how the shrimp are farmed and the, the science behind it? Yeah. So they get uh, shrimp feed. In the tanks, they put simple syrup in the tanks, they put probiotics in the tank, and baking soda. And that's it. And it's entirely self-enclosed in this barn, because also in the tanks are heterotrophic bacteria. And these bacteria eat all of the shrimp waste so that they don't ever have to change the water or, you know, yeah, they don't have to change the water. They've been using the same water in these tanks since... They started the farm eight years ago. So it's a really clean, sustainable process um, that doesn't require a lot of overhead. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to dump the water, in other words, that is full of 
of waste that is going to contaminate the environment. Right. Yeah, because the water is entirely clean because these bacteria just eat all of the little gross things. Mm-hmm. And is there anything visible in those tanks apart from the shrimp? No. No. So that's all you're seeing. Well, the water is brown, so you right. can't really see the shrimp when you look in the tanks. But dip, dip a, in with in the, the net tanks, and they it. come out. Yeah. yeah. And how long did it take for Triple J Farms to get their operation started and off the ground? Right. So when they had this idea uh, from reading this article in the Soybean Digest, they went to this barn and it was a dirt floor and they renovated it in about eight months and then opened up. And yeah, then they had their first harvest a few months later. So it really did not take that long for them to get started. Mm -hmm. And as far as sustainability goes, there is what it is not doing for the environment or not doing to the environment, that is. But what is it that you heard about um, how these farmers feel about uh, how sustainable it is as a market in the U.S.? I think these farmers are really passionate about this form of shrimp farming and hopeful for its future because it is so clean and sustainable. 90% of the shrimp we eat in the U.S. is imported, and a lot of that has been farmed unsustainably and farmed in a way that's unhealthy to the shrimp. They put chemicals and preservatives in it. Mm -hmm. So this method of shrimp farming presents an alternative in the future where you don't necessarily have to import shrimp that are bad for you or badly farmed. And so you could protect the ocean and stop over harvesting in that way and also get a product that's healthier for you as a consumer. Mm -hmm. Now, in your piece, I remember a description of the shrimp being the size of uh, an eyelash. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so what's the life cycle of the shrimp? Like, how long does it take for it to get from eyelash size to what we would we'd take home right. from the farm? Triple J Farms, they UPS overnight 30,000 postal larvae shrimp that are the size of an eyelash when they get them overnight. They put them in nursery tanks, keep them there for a month, and then they move them to these big above-ground tanks where they stay for 90 days. So it takes about four months for the Mm -hmm. whole life cycle process till the shrimp become about the size of your hand. They're big, hefty shrimp. Yeah. Now, there was something that every person you talked with for this story told you, right? Like, what was the thing that really stood out about what they shared? Everyone I talked to said, you have to cook the shrimp with the heads on. Yeah. And Jeff Howell, co-owner of Triple J Farms in Forest Hill, he gave you that tip and, and a little bit more information, too. You also have the benefit of having the head on the shrimp. Okay, a lot of people think that's weird and they don't want to deal with the heads. However, the head has an enzyme in it that will flavor the rest of the meat. And if you cook a shrimp with the head on, talk to any chef out there, they know it. It'll flavor the rest of the meat and give it a lot sweeter flavor. And it is just a better texture shrimp than what you're used to here. Everything that we can get in from our grocery stores or Walmart is frozen and thawed, frozen and thawed. These are fresh, never frozen, no preservatives, just pure shrimp. Now, Lily, you are a self-confessed shrimp lover. Did you get to try any of it? I did not. I was worried I would be breaking journalistic ethics (laughs) to buy these shrimp and eat them before the story came out. But I will say that now I have so much. I want to drive down there this weekend and go get shrimp because... 
So that is where to get it. Is that mm-hmm. the only place that we can get fresh shrimp in the St. Louis area? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. So they sell pretty much straight from their door. On they're open on the weekends, and a lot of times you have to call in and place your order ahead of time because they sell out pretty quickly. There are a couple restaurants who buy shrimp from Triple J Farms, but um, only have it on the menu seasonally or when it works with their schedule. Mm-hmm. So that's not the most reliable way to find Triple J shrimp. Right. So you'd have to go out there. And I did see from the photos that uh, Tristan Rouse, who takes uh, photos for us here at St. Louis Public Radio, that you can you can see the shrimp too when you go there? Yes. So in the front storage room or in the front room, showroom, they have a big tank with two little shrimp in there. And it's fun to watch them crawl around with their little legs. But then also when you go, you can take a tour of the back room just like I did. And that's what probably I think he said most people do when mm-hmm. they come buy shrimp. They also take a tour and see how the shrimp are made before they buy them. Okay. So it's a feast for your eyes before it's a feast for your yes, belly. Indeed. <laughs> Lily Halloran is a reporter with St. Louis Public Radio. Thanks so much, Lily, for coming on the show to talk with us about shrimp. It was a pleasure. This episode was produced by our executive producer, Alex Hoyer. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.